This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Afternoon, Jürgen. Hello. Uh, first of all, can I get your reaction to the news that from next week, limited numbers of fans will be allowed back into stadiums, but is it unfair that some clubs will be permitted to allow fans back while other clubs will not be permitted to allow fans back? I don't think it's unfair because um, it depends obviously to the, the situation. Oh, I understand it. The problem is what I have, but it's more, maybe more a personal problem that I just struggle to put faith in any kind of announcements. Um, but, and I don't understand, okay, you asked me how about it, I don't understand why um, you can put 2,000 people in a stadium with 60,000 people and um, 2,000 people in a stadium with 9,000 people, where 9,000 people would fit in. So, don't understand it. But, uh, I'm not surprised that it's not final, that it's not finally thought through so far. But it's good news, like it's a good sign. As in, as, as that, I take it 100%. Uh, but your question was, is it unfair? I don't think it's unfair. It's just the situation. It's, it's the world in the moment and we cannot change these kind of things. Looking ahead to the game, can we check on the team news and whether Mo Salah is available? And also, do you have any indication yet as to when you will have Jordan Henderson, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Naby Keita, Thiago and Shaqiri available? Um, Mo trained with the team yesterday and looked really good. So, test was negative as well. So, all the tests were negative. So, that's now, um, he's, if nothing changed since yesterday, then he's available, which is good. But now we have to, of course, to, to see what we do with that because he it was guaranteed, obviously, until four days ago, three days ago, I think. Um, yeah, and all the rest, no news. No news. I don't, I doubt. One looks closer, the other one looks not that close. So that's how the situation is. Um, we will see who is available. I don't want to speak too much about it because I have no idea um, who Atlanta can can um, bring in this game. So why we should give any kind of information to them. Okay, Juliet Farrington, then Ian Kennedy, and then Carl Markham. Juliet. Um, Jürgen, can I ask you about um, Curtis Jones and his development since being around and coming into the first team, but also his uh, some sort of maybe analysis of, of his um, his role and how that's developed within the team this season? Very, very positive. Um, not too surprised about the... the Best thing is um, like because when you when you um, are in an environment like like uh, a top class football team and you are one of the top talents in the club, that can have a lot of things to you as a person. And his personal development is even more positive than his sports development. So it's great, great, that really super player and did really good for us um, last season already, but this season especially. So we just made the next step, uh, which I'm really pleased for him. And good for us as well. Okay, Juliet, thank you. Uh, Ian Kennedy, BBC, and then Carl Markham, Press Association. We have a few more. Hi, Jürgen. Um, just wondering what kind of test you're expecting from Atalanta. You had a great result against them over in Italy, but I'm, I'm assuming you're going to expect a, a tough test and, and, a, and a team coming here with, with a point to prove, maybe, or certainly extra motivation. 
Yeah, Atlanta would be a, is a threat without a point of proof, to be honest. But um, of course, um, this, the, the night in Atlanta was a really special one. He played exceptionally well. Um, and pretty much everything right in the right moment and in the right manner. And so many things came together that we won that game the way we won it. Um, but we are not only since yesterday in the business, so we know that this game has nothing to do with the game tomorrow night. And um, that means that we really um, have to be ready again. So Atlanta is uh, the top team and there's a special way to play. Um, and at Atlanta, they did really well. We have to do well again. Otherwise, we have massive problems. I expect problems, to be honest, in the game because it's always like this. But um, we try to work on solutions for the potential problems um, in the short period of time we have in our hands and um, then let's see how it will be. And if, if they've got motivation, then obviously you have as well because you'll know that a victory in this game would take the pressure off the last couple of games for you. Yeah, but you can only play one game. You cannot play two or three games in one. So we have to, we have to, I know, it's all clear. That's all on the table. We don't have to mention that. Everybody knows it. If we would win, then some problems would have would been sorted. But um, yeah, that's not the reason. Well, the reason is uh, we have to play, um, have to be ready to work really, really, really hard against them. This man-marking system yeah, is, is a tough one to play against. That's why they were so successful in the past. Yes, they didn't work out against us the last time. They will not change it, and we have to do it. Um, in a similar way, like the other game, in the other game. But since then, a lot of games were played. Uh, a lot of things happened since then, and um, so we will see who we can line up tomorrow night, and then we try to make the best of the situation. Fantastic. Okay, Carl Markham. And then we go to Fred uh, from Brazil, um, and then Hideo, and then we finish with uh, Marina. So, Carl, first of all. Hi again. Um, there's been so much written and spoken about your defensive problems. Um, with injuries and etc. I just wondered how pleased you have been with with sort of the last few. I think it's four clean sheets in seven games with a variety of, of back four. How, how pleased have you been with that? And, and how much extra work have you had to do on that? When would we do extra work? <laughs> play like either way, not here or we play. Um, there's no time for extra work. So I'm thankful that I'm a pretty smart team, and um, the work happens in a meeting room and not on the on the football pitch. To be honest, not a lot of it, at least. And um, so we had this situation. I really think it's funny to talk to us about uh, about def defensive struggles before. Yes, we lost against Aston Villa. I know we conceded seven goals. Um, we'll never forget that. But. Um, um, before that, we defended not that bad, and um, after that, we didn't do it that bad. So um, we know how to defend. How the boys do it was exceptional because it was different lineups, different pairings, all these kind of things. But now I can tell you, we have to still we have to keep doing it like this, or even better, because we only have nine match days in the Premier League and three in the Champions League. So that's. Uh, a really, really young season, and um, there are so many games to play and challenges to to face. And um, we will we will try to be always spot on in this in the specific games. The changes we have to make and we will make. Um, the boys have to adapt to each other immediately. There will be different lineups in the last line as well. We cannot change that. Um, and so, yeah, interesting situation, um, but it's not. Not all of it is um, born on the training pitch because the schedule doesn't give us a lot of time to, to work on it. 
Okay, now we go Fred from Brazil. Hi, uh, Jürgen. Um, we could see how, how happy you were with Bobby scoring against Leicester. And, and I would like to ask you if, uh, of course, we know that he's always been very important for Liverpool, even without scoring in so many matches. Is, is it fair to say that scoring has become a bit more important to him lately? And if so, his scoring can be like a boost for his confidence on the pitch? Yes, a good question. Did you ask if scoring was more became more important in, for him, for him for, personally? Ah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, scoring was always important for for Bobby. Um, football team is a, it's like an orchestra. So we all have to we have, we have to play. We need to have people for different. How do you, what's the instrument? Instruments? Yes, is it? And the like a violin is an instrument. Yes, violin is an instrument. Yes, there you go. For different instruments, so um, and some of them are louder, some of them are not that loud, but they're all important for the rhythm. And Bob is incredibly important. He plays like twelve instruments in our orchestra, so it's important, incredibly important for our for our rhythm. Thank God we can play without him as well. But it's nice to have him on the pitch. And if you look at numbers, obviously I like it a lot having him on the pitch because we play pretty awesome. So I'm not. I was not. I'm not concerned about anything and um, with Bobby. But I know that from time to time it helps to score a goal. And this goal was very important. And he, but what I love most about the goal is the reaction of the boys when you saw the celebration. We always celebrate goals, obviously. But the celebration for that goal was nearly emotional um, because obviously the players read newspapers. Unfortunately, and then saw that there was some criticism, and so they they were really happy for him to. Um, he scored a goal and it felt uh, absolutely just right that he scored it. But how important it is to us. You saw us a couple of times playing, so you know how important it is, so I don't have to mention that. Okay. Hideo? Hi, Jürgen. Uh, I want to ask about Minamino, who, who hasn't been getting any playing time since the Midtjylland game. Um, are you seeing a kind of uh, maybe a dip in form or anything else? Uh, what does he need to do more to get into the lineup? No, there's no different form. Um, Ducky is training well, especially yesterday, tra trained exceptional, for example. So, last session I had the mic, so it uh, was really, really good. And um, it's not different form, it's just a, a strong team. And um, offensively, we don't, we, thank God, I have to say, we didn't have the same problems in pretty much all the other positions. So, it's, it's hard to get in this team. That's how it is. But no different form, it's just um, a challenge. That's it. Bataki is a sensational boy and, uh, and a great player and is, is facing that challenge and is working hard and this time will come, no doubt. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, Joel. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to get your reaction to the news that from next week, limited numbers of fans will be allowed back into stadiums and what it really means to the players to start getting fans back into grounds now. I think everybody was uh, looking from the first day back uh, to this moment to see the supporters back in the stadium. Even this is a smaller group, everybody's looking forward uh, to have them back on the stand uh, to be a part uh, of this. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to ask you as well, Joel, about Liverpool's solidity at the minute. Since Virgil's injury, Liverpool have kept four clean sheets in seven games, conceding just three in that time. Uh, how have you found that solidity when, especially in each of the last four games, you've had to make at least one change to the back four in that time as well? Um, yeah, 
players like them, every team would miss, but uh, every player have to step in and um, we have a lot of games, so there, it will probably uh, be a, a few changes over the weeks, but um, yeah, we feel been good and we have to perform with the players that are there and um, I have um, the self-confident and uh, all the confident in my teammates that we can perform on a really, on the best level we can. I'd say there's possibly even greater importance than ever on you staying fit at the moment, Joel. Is there anything different that you're doing to minimize the risk of injury? And if so, what is it that you're doing? Uh, there's always the fitness or the medical department always try to improve things. And uh, we are working on different things, but uh, sometimes uh, you don't have... Uh, uh, not that much influence on it, but we're working hard to keep every player fit as possible. This includes me and uh, I'm hoping and I'm looking forward to play as much as possible and to stay fit. Okay, Ian Kennedy, please. Hi, Joel. Um, are you um, feeling an extra responsibility as, as being, if you like, the senior fit centre-back at the moment? And are you enjoying that responsibility? Um, I always uh, try to play my part and uh, try to be the best player I can be. And if I can help uh, some player at the moment more, then uh, of course uh, I would really like to do this. But um, we have a team with uh, a lot of great players and everybody try to help each other. But um, if I can step in and um, uh, help them more, uh, of course, I would be really thankful for this also. Okay, Chris Baskin, please. Take him off mute now. You hear me, Joel? Yeah. Hi, Joel. Uh, Joel, I just wonder what, what's it like as a defender? First of all, you've obviously had the front three to, to play against in training, but now you've got the old goal as well. Can you just tell us about the challenge of having to play against those even in a training session and whether you think that's probably contributed to you as a player becoming even better? Because you've been in such a good moment. Study injuries came at a bad time, but you, you seem to be at the, the, the top of your game at the moment. Um, yeah, of course, he brought also extra quality, but uh, we have a lot of quality in our team and uh, every training is a challenge, uh, especially for a defender. And um, you're getting, you can improve and it's a challenge uh, you enjoy to play against the best players, even in training. And um, this helps everybody to uh, be the best part uh, to improve. And um, I think this is the way we're going in the last few years. And uh, it worked quite good so far. Okay, Carl Markham. Hi, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> You've played alongside Joe Gomez, Virgil, and Fabinho already this season. I'm just wondering how easy that is, you know, to accommodate, and do you have to do, make certain adaptations for the players you're playing with, or does everyone sort of play the same sort of role? Uh, of course, every player reacts different in some kind of situation, but um, for them it's uh, the same. You have to react and have to get uh, to adapt to it. But um, it's not only this; the whole team have to include players when they come in. And um, but so far we did it quite good, and uh, I'm confident uh, that doesn't matter what happened. Uh, we always include the player who come in that they can directly settle in and uh, can play the best football they can play. But um, of course, uh, adaption um, have always, uh, every player has to adapt, yeah. 
Okay, and final question from Glenn Price, please. Hi, Joel. Uh, just what are you expecting from Atalanta tomorrow night, a team that's known to score quite a lot of goals? Their attacking line, their attacking qualities are um, a threat for every team in Europe. And um, we have to be prepared for a really tough and hard game. And uh, we cannot compare it to the game in uh, Italy. So it's a completely new game uh, where we have to start from the first second. And uh, otherwise, they will, they will uh, cause us really big problems and uh, a really tough night. But um, even if we perform, there will be a really tough night ahead of us. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.